yo, 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 what's going on out there, Untitlers? Welcome back to What Else? Untitled Sports Talk. This is your girl, Black Pearl, coming at you for one more again. Yes, yes, yes. I am joined with my Jets. Yo, Lefty, what's going on, Drizzle? We back and we all that. And if it's not your favorite podcast, you need to change that. Boom. Simple. Nanda Marco. Let's get it. Word, word. Yo, BD, what's cracking? Anything good over here, man, especially as a New York sports fan, but we'll get into it. And not a total New York sports fan. Not a total New York sports fan. We'll get into it. (laughs) You definitely definitely talking baseball because we'll get to the playoffs soon. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Yo, yo, yo. And last but not least, yo, it's the coldest of the colds. The cold, Cole Jones. What's going on, sir? What's going on? Hi, guys. <laughs> Hi. How like Chris, are you? Like Chris Rock, How's it? <laughs> <laughs> I felt the slap. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let me slap you back to reality real fast. So, <laughs> we are here. I got to add a slap button. Here. I got to add a slap uh, uh, one in now. For real, so you got you to you add Definitely. a slap. You got to add a slap. Hey. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because, you know, they, they using it as a teaching tool now. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Shout out to it's It's oh. part of life now. It's part of life now. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, as I said on Tyler's, yes. This is your girl, Black Pearl. You are here at Untitled Sports Talk. What do we do? We talk sports. Yes, we're going to get you caught up on what is going on in the week of sports. Yes, yes, yes. What is cracking? What is happening? And we will get to those playoffs. But before we go there, um, there's something else that's going on this weekend. Yo, Lefty, what's cracking? So... The NFL draft happened. And I'm not going to lie. Before anybody says anything, over the years and years of this happening, I anticipated less and less because I just want to see them play football. The The weeks before football seemed so long. But then when football is here, it's like, dang, it's gone again. So I, I got to appreciate it. But the the NFL draft, now I'm going to lead you with the top picks. I'm going to just give you the top three because maybe somebody's under rock. They don't know. So the Jaguars, once again, number one pick, Trev, Trayvon Walker, edge rusher from Georgia. Number two pick, yeah, Lions, Eden Hutchinson from Michigan. And we're going to stop at number three, the Texans, Derek Stingler Jr., who was a CB. I think he had one of the fastest 40 times. Doesn't say here, but I think he did. Um, I stopped right at four. No, let me. I'm gonna give you some respect to me because the four is the Jets, even though yeah, you're yeah. Not, what's not with them? No, you got Jets and Giants. I'm gonna go five. So the Jets yeah. guy, Armand Sauce Gardner. Now let's stop real quick. Who gave him the nickname Sauce before he got into the draft? Was this always his nickname? Always his nickname, nigga. What you mean? Okay, okay. <laughs> got boy, got that sauce, boy. What you mean? Yeah. And then you got the Giants, mm-hmm. the Bodocs, I think that's how you say it, from Oregon, who's also an edge rusher. So, you know, all the way down, you got the Ravens. And I don't know who the Saints got, but I'm pretty sure somebody on this podcast will tell me the Ravens got Kyle Hamilton. 
why that's important. Remember when Notre Dame played and I said, watch out for Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, you pick- nah. Mm-hmm. I said, if I'm not I'm wrong, I should have made it an exact quote for Pearl to write it down. I believe I said top 15, one under, but since it was an exact thing, we're not going to call it. But for y'all perspective teams, I go around. I'll start with Cole once again, like I said, because I don't know who the Saints got. How how did you feel about the draft? What was your surprises, or you just was like it happened? I go with Cole first. Um, our first round pick was a uh, uh, Clyde Olive Olive Olive, whatever his name, wide receiver from uh, Ohio State. Okay, and then our next pick was uh, a tackle out of uh, Northeast Iowa. Right. Um. Very- we, yeah, very. I, how'd you feel? I felt yeah. like we did, we did what we needed to do to fill some plugs. Um, I, I was a little surprised that we jumped up, we moved up twice actually, mm-hmm. um, to get him. That also to me signaled that Michael Thomas' days are probably numbered. I felt that for the past two years, honestly. Um. Which I, I'm I'm praying that he has a bad a bounce back season this year and Okay. You know, we can we can get back on the right track. If if that does happen, I'm I'm very excited for my team. I know that for a fact. I'm very excited. I got you. I kinda Girl, wish we uh, I'm kinda wish we, we got Hamilton. He was on our board. That's um, what I'm saying. Like yeah. Good little hybrid player. Yeah, because we need to replace what made me extra mad about that was that the Ravens snatched him up. And the Ravens had already took uh, uh, Williams from Williams, who was our uh, strong mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I was like, "Damn, they just—they they really just trying to hinder us." <laughs> but overall, I was—I was—I um, mean, the draft—the draft is the Antonio Brown. I mean, not Antonio. The AJ Brown trade was pretty big. Yeah, yeah, we got that. We got that on here. Definitely touch yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah that we got to touch on that. Other than that, I wasn't. I mean, wasn't no good quarterbacks th- this year, right? <sighs> Obviously, uh, wide receiver was the hot thing. So, got us, So, so I'm. I just. I wanna. I wanna. I wanna kind of just. I mean, as. I want I want to talk about the overall draft this okay, year right. because I feel like typically when we are talking about the draft we're talking mm-hmm. about offensive star power and a mm-hmm. few defensive players here and there. I feel like this year probably the first year for me and like the last couple where it is like very defensive heavy. Mm-hmm. And and the <laughs> offensive players that everyone's looking for it's pretty much the lines wide receivers or tight ends. Right. Um, you had a few, um, uh, a, a few running backs sprinkled in there, but the first quarterback, the first and only quarterback picked in the first round oh, wow. went at number 20. Mm-hmm. And where, like, where was he? Uh, so, so Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh it's went to pit is going to be playing for the Steelers. So mm. it was like, I mean, like, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger 
I, you know, like I, I feel like that was like a solid move for them um, of picking up another quarterback and also sadly because of what has just recently transpired with the yeah. death of Noy Haskins. But, <laughs> um, well, she is coming out with a new album, so. So it's like, you know, that was a solid move for them, I guess. But like overall, though, like this is just to me just been a very defensive and offensive line heavy draft, um, mm-hmm. which I think speaks to where most of the teams are right now in the league, where I think most of them are fairly secure in um, in their QB, and you've got enough young quarterbacks um, in the league where you can kind of see them getting traded around to other teams and not necessarily having to draft for a bunch of QBs. That but part. it's the other it's the other positions that need to get filled, and that's what you're seeing. Like you're seeing a, a huge focus on the defensive side of the ball and on those offensive lines because you cannot win without a good line on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They they realizing that two things for Eagle BD. They realizing that Andrew Luck rule picking him so high and not having a line to defend. And he retires after what, four years, five years. Mm-hmm. And then also, you can't get a number one pick every year from quarterback. And I mean, I'm clearly not number one, but like number one through five, at least you can't make them every year. And you've seen also some of the mistakes people have made picking a quarterback. They believe that higher Trubisky most recently, um, but then before your Ryan Leafs and some people, you know, just can't handle the pressure, but every, uh, a number one through a top, rated quarterback number pick number one through five is not made every year. You do have those ones that come here and there, but a lot of these other, if you look at the league now, for the most part, other than Lamar, a lot of these other younger guys, Watson, I think was high, definitely. But uh, some of these other guys are later picks because they can mature more. And I ain't saying the guy from Pittsburgh is going to be great, but you know, he had a chance to, yeah, I guess, hold himself <laughs> and maybe become something. I'm, you know, against Ravens just in general. I'm not rooting for him, but, you know, I hope he does have a sustainable and a career. But uh, BD, yeah. New York, yeah. New York. Yeah, well, man. Uh, one, other team, I forgot about Buffalo too, but are you more impressed with one team versus another team? Like, how you feel? What's your mindset? Listen, man. Uh, four letters, one word. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go Jets. Now, um, how y'all I mean, got three teams in one so, state and nobody <laughs> nothing. Hey man, you know, it's a New York thing. But nah, um, more you impressed. You know, one of them is technically Jersey. It's just cool to say that it's they all play in New York now. Met Life Stadium. Ain't that in New be York? Be that as it may. Listen. Um um. <laughs> As as I've, as I've said on this show before, um, you know we're we're constantly rebu- rebuilding. We're in these rebuilding years. Years twenty, 20 years um, later. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we're still we're still rebuilding. I think we um you know with the picks that you know especially the Giants and the Jets, uh, with those picks that they that they made, um, it's you know it's it's looking a little bit better for us. I'm saying at least right now in the offseason, on paper, <laughs> as I stated the cold. Champions. Um, yeah, we the champions right now. You know what I'm saying? Like if we just <laughs> yeah. but, that um, is a very 
So, but that is now, a very this, early statement. Like, so now, this guy, is, I, I will say this. I'm just happy we got the picks that we did. Uh, we did with them. Um, you know, we wasn't making wild picks. We made, you know, succinct and, you know, throwed out picks, uh, you know, something that'll help us in the future. And uh, we'll just see what happens, man. But, I mean, so far, so good, honestly. Welcome to oh, the 2932 draft. The state of New York team. They're going to have to combine all y'all teams together. 2932 draft. That's, that's oh, funny. So, yeah, I would, I would call my way too early picks. Give me a Super Bowl, but it, it don't even matter. I'm not even going to do that yet. A Super yet. Bowl? Yeah, I'm just say something off the wall, but no. Um, you mentioned it earlier, so it's not it's not really a segue, Cole. But you mentioned a trade, two wide receivers. Actually, the first one will jump into what you said: the AJ Brown move to Philly. Now he was traded or released and then signed. Because did the tech did the Titans get anything back with that? They got a um, they got some they got a. Uh... The Giants first round pick that year. Yeah, they got some picks. Uh, got some picks. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about first of all the Titans and him not being there anymore and Julio still getting older? Didn't have a great year last year. Nah, how do y'all Julio feel? Gone too. Julio gone too. Oh man. Yeah, he on that so how do, you, how do you feel about the Titans as a whole, Pearl? I'll go to you first. Uh and of rebuild. course, it's not over. They'll be rebuilt. Oh, you said rebuild off top. Rebuild. Rebuild off top. Rebuild. But why? And I'm, tra- I'm, tra- I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out like if it's you know like what sort of season. I mean, Derrick Henry cannot carry them literally right. on his back all season long. Like he just can't. They tried that. They tried that the first year they went to the playoffs. I believe he, when they beat the Ravens, and that didn't work out. So I'm. Um, I'm a little confused as to what um, Tennessee is hoping to do, Um, you know, especially considering they have basically been contenders for the last couple of years. And now, like, you're getting rid of your wide receiver core. Like, uh, they're not trying to spend that money, man. Like, look. Uh huh. uh You got to keep in mind, Tennessee Tennessee is still a small market. Your QB is not going to be your QB. Like, like, I don't see him being able to get them over the hump. And then you were literally putting that entire team on the back of Derrick Henry. He is not going, this is not sustainable. No, I don't think they put it on the back of Derrick Henry. First off, I don't even think Derrick Henry is going to be there after this season. After this season? That's what I'm thinking too. Because like if they're in, in, in full rebuild mode, he's he's probably their biggest bargaining chip. It's just what do they wind up getting for him and how do they start rebuilding that team? Okay. Okay. So my favorite, my favorite, um, uh, you know, as, as far as surprise um, trades, though, was definitely the Hollywood Brown trade. I'm, I was just like yeah. mouth, mouth to the floor dropped yeah. <laughs> to find out I, that he was going to Arizona. Like, I, what? I think the biggest thing with that and as a Raven, as a person in Baltimore, I say, I say a Ravens fan, but not die hard. But I, I will say Lamar, he's continually progressing, maybe at not a speed that people want, but he 
has to get better with finding receivers outside the numbers because I believe that was a big reason on why Hollywood wanted to leave. He can't, I mean, obviously, you know, Robert Simon, Prima Donna, they want to get their touches. I'm going to be real. When nobody getting their touches with Lamar other than Andrews and um, the other tight end. So you feel you like know. you feel like Hollywood wanted to get traded? Like he requested. He said it. He said he requested yeah. a trade and let Lamar know. So yeah. you know. And, and once and, again, go ahead, bro. I was just gonna say, and he, you know, he withheld news of the trade to Kyler Murray because he wanted it to be a surprise. I thought mm. that was his man, though. Like niggas, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he, yeah, he hit it. He like he, he was like it. he hit it. Like, look, I. You know, when it happened, it happened. He ain't say, oh, I got my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Here's so, a trade. I mean, damn. If, if you're going to do your man like that, like, nah, we don't need him on the team anyway. If it's like that, like, nah, he could go. Like, I, I know he was real productive. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but yeah, you, nah, it, nah. You can't have that on a team that's, I mean, going to do something significant. No. You know what? I kind of feel like this is like a really good move though for him. Um, for many of the reasons that Lefty kind of said, because I think that the way that that offense runs, Lamar still uses his legs more. Mm-hmm. And his like, okay, we all we we discussed this last season. Every quarterback has their security blanket. His are his legs and mm-hmm. his tight end. He doesn't really utilize his wide receivers like that. And so their numbers are not where they should be or where they could be. And so I think that, like, Hollywood is looking for maybe an opportunity maybe, maybe where he can get those numbers offense. up. I don't think their offense, so, offense is a pass-heavy offense. It's not. It's right. not. It's a run-heavy offense. And I got, I, got a quote. I got a quote for you, BD, right here. I love Lamar. It's just the system wasn't for me personally. Yeah, like may not be a bit right. bad system. Now, when did, when did this come out? I'm reading this article by way of April 29th. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't think this was like necessarily, you know, a, a personal thing. Like it's just for him. Yes. For his success, like he needed to go somewhere where I feel like he could Oh, he gonna get the ball a lot. That is a very that that's a much more pass heavy offense that yeah. I think that he will be able to get those numbers and stats where he wants them to be. So, so he'll get more touches. Poses the good question. This is a good one. I think this is a good a good. Who has a better season? And I say, what do you mean by better season? Team wide back? No, individually. Uh, what's first? Catches, touchdown, receiving yards. Who has a better season, Brown or uh, Brown? Uh, Brown. <laughs> Brown, Brown. Brown. <laughs> I'm going to go with Brown. Hollywood or AJ? But I was like, wait a minute. They both is Brown. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to go with Brown. I know Cole has probably going to be Brown. <laughs> Brown going to get it. Brown got it. <laughs> I'll start with you, though, uh, BD. Who who you think has a better season as far as that goes? Not you know, team-wise, but just catches, touchdowns, yards, things like that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Hollywood, man. Hollywood? Um, oh. okay. Yeah, I'm going to say Hollywood. He over there with Kyler. He'll definitely get a lot more touches, I, I feel like. Um, more opportunity to uh, showcase. So, yeah, I'll go with Hollywood. I'm actually agree with 
to just because the pedigree of quarterback we're talking about throwing to each. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pearl, who you got? Hollywood or AJ? I got Hollywood too. Mm-hmm. I is, think is, I do. I do think that AJ will have a decent um, year with Jalen throwing to him. However, mm-hmm. he's not. Once again, every quarterback has their security blanket, and I think that with Jalen, it's not his wide receivers; it's his tight end. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's still. I I I I see him getting those, but it's going to be more selective. I see him being more of a. Um, a first or second down um, option, but when it comes down, but when it comes to really trying to, you know, pick up those yards on a third, it, he's not going to be that first choice. Um, so I think that he's going to be a little bit more limited in in the offense than Hollywood will be. Is it a clean sweep, Cole? You got uh, Hollywood having a better season t- statistically? Hell no. <laughs> in fact, Give it to me, Cole. in fact, he's gonna have. He's probably gonna have a. Uh, he's probably gonna do a little bit better than last year, but it ain't gonna okay. be. It ain't gonna be nothing compared to what AJ. AJ has a complete team in Philly. Okay. I will repeat that he has a more complete team in my mind in Philly than it is in Arizona. Really? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I feel like he, Arizona's pretty no, complete. B-Hop still got to come back off of his injury, so you don't know how how, and he's older, so you don't know how that's gonna that's gonna play into the fact. We got Kyler going into what year? What year four? Yeah, year four. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of tape out there for him now. So mm, now what? now now you're gonna Jalen going into year two. Yeah, but Jalen got has has some in, in my mind a better chance to succeed. Okay. All right. I'm gonna put that down on this day. Cole said. <laughs> I look at the end of the day, I trust AJ in the slot than I trust Hollywood. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't I I don't know. I kinda I kinda look at, at him as more of a deep threat. I just feel like that's something that Arizona does a lot, which is why I say he's gonna get a few more, few more touches probably than AJ. I, I, I would agree with you there that you know if I'm looking at a slot receiver, I would pick AJ over Hollywood. But when you're looking at the way that both of these offensive offenses run, eh, gotta kind of pick poison there and. And then, I, I, I'm, and look, for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go we Hollywood. Don't, on we that. don't know. You don't, and that's again, I, the reason why I can't go Hollywood is because I don't know what DeAndre's what, situation what, is. What DeAndre's situation is. I know what the situation is in Philly because, um, uh, old boy from Alabama. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. But see, I also, I also feel like with DeAndre coming back. Like Devontae with you Smith having Smith. another option, with you having another option though, that should take some of the pressure off of Hollywood. Can someone can someone uh look up the age of uh a uh, of Hopkins? We're acting like a like Hopkins is is turning like twenty one or or, or uh, <laughs> twenty nine. I feel like he's, he's on that back back end. I feel like he's, he's like thirty two, thirty three. He's older, but to, to Pearl's point, 
You know what I'm saying? He's like, 29. He's, still, he's, still he's 29. He's <laughs> 29. DeAndre Hopkins is 29. And coming off of uh, 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 ACL surgery? I mean, the nigga ain't gonna bounce right back. We we know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I get that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to pinpoint exactly when he comes back. Because if he if he's if he misses, say the first three to four games, mm-hmm. I guarantee you that's gonna have a huge effect on AJ's numbers for the rest of the for the whole season. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's why that. I say I gotta go with Philly because I know Devontae is. Is two, AJ is one. Um, who's that tight end? Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, it's Kelsey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm pretty much want to. I, I would put my money in that boat. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense on that end. I get you. I get and you. Then looking at the divisions too, like yeah, mm-hmm. I think I. Would, I think I will Woo. go. I think I go with that division better than than that. What, what's that? The West, mm-hmm. NFC West. All right. Yeah. yeah. Next week. Next week. That's 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 gonna be our, our topic of conversation because we're gonna break down who we think are coming out of each of these divisions. <laughs> oh, there's only one true fun. champion, so it doesn't matter. There's only one. true <laughs> champion. fun. <laughs> Hollywood, uh, Pencilltown, you know, that, that team from <laughs> Southern California that is um not playing at the moment. Neither of them are, but um neither of them are <laughs> the, the Brody, Russell, Eugene. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it myself. Now I do what I want. Fashion line, Paris runway, Westbrook. Yeah. Uh, don't don't forget his film career too, okay? Don't yes, don't forget uh, that. We directed right. as well. <laughs> right. Russell Westbrook. Uh there are several options out there out here. So via these articles, so they put up the Knicks, the Charlotte Hornets, Charlotte Hornets, excuse me, Indiana Pacers, and the New York Knicks. Now, obviously there's other teams that may have money or interest. Out of these ones that we have right in front for people trying to speculate, the only ones I see, I guess, that make some sense to me is Indiana and, like, very slightly New York, but not really. But the Pacers, I think, make a good bid for me. I jump with Cole on this one because I know he's gassing up and he was ready for this. So, Cole, how do you feel? Where do you feel the Brody should go? Um, I don't like any any either one of those teams. Right, that's what I'm saying. I it, I don't like New York, and I don't like Indiana. Even I don't like New York. <laughs> like I don't like New York. I feel more so. Are heavy and shooting guard heavy as well, so I don't even put them on there unless they packaging something to trade, which I wouldn't. I'm, I'm with Leslie on this one. I like Indiana, like. To me, that trade makes the most sense. You, you bring back uh, Malcolm Brogdon and Buddy Hill for Westbrook. Um, and Malcolm Brogdon, you get somebody that can handle the ball, can make plays, high IQ as well. And Buddy Hill, he's going to shoot that guy. 
Um, those are two things that the Lakers could really use right now. And well, not not so much here, but more so Malcolm. He gonna play. He gonna play defense. Buddy, uh, you know, I wouldn't call him a defender, but I wouldn't call him a seed either. So I mean, that makes the most sense to me. If, if we're gonna make a move, like I mean, if, not me, but the the Lakers gonna make a move, and that offers on the table. Uh, yeah, I'd rather do that because I believe uh, no, those are. I think I think they maybe might have a year after next year left on those contracts. Both Malcolm and Buddy. I, I believe he was the highest paid Laker this year, Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that makes sense to me. Right. Even for Indiana, because then Westbrook will be coming off of his contract. Then you mm-hmm. got the young boy, uh, who they just got from Sacramento. What's the nigga name? Nice nigga. What's his name? I I know you. I know you talking about something. You 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 give him a, a year of tutelage, a bundle former MVP, impact, and then after that year's over, you let him take it over. It's yours. Yeah. I'm throwing right, a curveball. All right. That's what I was going to say. Do you have a team out there you think? What I'm, you got? I'm, I'm throwing a curveball. I'm going to mm-hmm. go behind door number two. Russell comes back to, to the, Washington. Oh, back to the Wizards. Porzingis. Porzingis and Caldwell Pope go to, to L.A. Mm. Because... What okay. they are because because LA is missing some defense, and honestly, they need they play too big, but mm-hmm. they don't really have a, a stretch big that can play consistently. I I I, I mean, Anthony Davis sort of can, but I, I don't think that that's really like his bread and butter. His bread and butter is that's really the reason playing why that trade so. would go down. AD and Porzingis are pretty much the same. I was gonna say he played all his and watching he he's been I will say this though, Cole, he's been playing all his games on Washington. I guess when the pressure hit, he can play none of his games in Dallas and New York. Well, no, he did play like and plus two that makes that makes no financially wise, that really makes no sense for for uh for Washington to bring him back. That was one of the key reasons why Washington really wanted to move Westbrook was that contract. <laughs> And the now, mean, and the now come back and be like, yeah, we we got this contract off. Mm-hmm. Now let's turn around and re eat it again. It's just for one year, though. I think Washington would do that's it for a, that that's one a lot. year, especially that's a lot. especially with especially with what has happened with Bradley Bill this year. That's a lot. That's a lot. Nah, it, it like, is. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. No, no, no. Because 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 of the injury to Bradley, like I think that he should be ready to play. But I think that like if let's just be real, most Washington teams have no problem spending money recklessly. Okay, <laughs> even if it's for a year, <laughs> it's it's one of those things about Washington teams. Okay, they don't have a problem spending money like that. So this is why I say think outside the box a little bit. I could see it happening. I could totally see it happening. Them just bringing him back, even if even if it's just for a year. Go ahead. Why not? That's what they're gonna say. Why not? Now nah, they want to see. They want to see <laughs> and ship out Porzingis because, quite frankly, they, he doesn't he doesn't work. But they want to see how he may play different once he gets Bill. They may be a hell of a combination once they get Bill. I mean, you got You got it, and that's what they're banking on. 
They're not going to. They're, they're not. They're not. They're literally not going to re-e the contract that they got off. I'm not gonna that's, say never. That's a, that's a <laughs> if you do. I don't. I don't even think a 2K uh uh GM would do would do that move. <laughs> if they knew how to play with him, I think he had better bits in 2K if you know how to play with him. But yeah, his three point drive is probably like at two percent. So you mean tell me yeah. I, was, I got a I got a forty five million dollar contract off of my books? Yeah, and now I got to turn around and take it back. I'm good. Nah, I, yeah, I feel you on that. And then for LA, and then for LA, it's like you get another guy that's that's you know often injured. So right. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah he, was, he was the most healthy in Washington, but like when the pressure builds, you know, something could happen. But um, you know, speaking of pressure and building pressure. Um, I mean, I don't hate to say it, but I gotta, I gotta go, go with you first on this, man. Um, did he call you last night or something? See, Chris Laverius Paul <laughs> post his best shooting night of in in history, going fourteen of fourteen in a game six victory to close out the series against the Pelicans. So before I even get into why what happened, obviously he went 14 to 14. Yo, Cole, what happened? Like, did he call you? Like, who did he make the deal with? Or is, you know, is this not really counting? Is this just a one for the books and he got it? The and sun, then the rapper. The sun shines around. on the dog's ass once. <laughs> Every once Dang. Dang. Is this his championship? You know? Because oh, yeah. um, that's as far as it, bro. I'm look. If you do not, if you do not believe me, like, do not understand. Right about this. Christopher Paul will not win anything. Mm. Okay, got you. I, I just had to make sure. I was like, is this a sign of things to come? I looked. I looked at this, mm-hmm. and I said, mm, it's going to be a damn shame when go to state run their ass up and down the court. <laughs> he, got shown, he got shown a lot of love. In New Orleans. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, no, look, them niggas in the truck. No, if you watched that first game when he first came out, that nigga got booed. Then he did. Okay, he got. Okay. And then you know what they said in the truck? We can't have this shit. So let's pipe in this 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 clapping note. (laughs) (laughs) If somebody would hit that button, all you would hear was boo. This nigga suck. (laughs) Fuck you, nigga. (laughs) <laughs> that would have been you in the background. Definitely. Definitely. Like, it's definitely something to. Um, no, it's not. You know, to applaud, you know. I'm not applauding shit. 14 or 14? 30 so, fucking, he so went fucking what? from the field. He should have did, 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 did it last year against Milwaukee. Oh, oh. I hate I hate when him and Harden and all these other again. niggas go and do this Mm-mm. shit against motherfuckers where it really don't make no difference and it ain't gonna it ain't gonna move no needle. It ain't gonna move it ain't gonna move no needle. And then you're like, oh man, he gave such a, a historical and wonderful appearance. Then the, the then when the main thing come around, 
Chris Paul still unwinless. One of the greatest point guards ever, still winless. But okay. um, this game did matter. We're we gonna educate. We're gonna educate the, the people. You know, once again, you know who's on the hit list of Cole's list. So until we get you on the show, show CP3, like, come on, man, do something. But I will. You better hurry up before you retire for that hamstring pop. <laughs> Chris Paul's brother, cousin, baby, mother, sister. You here? Come on, come on. But um, to educate the people, the untitled list, that was the only one in the playoff game, but it was actually, he was actually the sixth player to do it. You have Will Chamberlain twice, Bailey Howell. I'm sorry, Will Chamberlain. <laughs> Will Chamberlain four times. <laughs> you have Chris Paul, and then, of course, you have uh, Bailey Howell, because I'm pretty sure everybody remembered him. He actually played for the Baltimore Bullets. You know, so and you got other people under Chris Paul, but he was the sixth player to do it, but the only player to do it in playoff history. So that's just you know a fact. You guys can go out there and tell your friends. So you fucking what? Thompson's dude, man, in a closeout game too. So fucking what? That was close at the towards the end. Come on, bro. I love. I love. Oh my goodness! I love the excitement. But speaking of, I guess a team that is out. um, we're going to have a moment of silence for them. Uh, who else? The, the Utah Jazz. Yeah. Uh, and who I do not like to mention. Oh, no. Minnesota Simba Wars, but that's what I was saying. And uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So if everybody oh, can bow their heads. Don't do it to bow me. their heads and humble their hearts. Wait. All right, Sean. So we actually got to get into that. So before we go over the teams that are in the playoffs, the teams that are out, uh, now I had a, I guess I had an address to the public last week that BD kind of told me he liked and inspired me. So I have another address to the public. This one is for Minnesota. Um, I'm gonna need y'all to when y'all talk trash, actually end it or not talk trash at all. Y'all had a ten point lead in three games that y'all lost. So I'm gonna need y'all to fix that. Utah, blow it up. I mean, Donovan, help us on the way. Somebody, Brooklyn. I'm not going to speak about y'all yet because I let y'all have it last year. I think Pearl has some more advice for y'all later, but that is my ode to y'all in the playoff teams that are out. Um, do you have any last words before we let the flowers and close the casket on these teams? BD, a fellow New Yorker, I'll go with you first. Got anything to say? Yeah, we'll talk about Brooklyn, but I want to talk about Minnesota, like Atlanta, too. I'm sorry. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta too. Um, but can't like, talk you, about soda. Go ahead, you go can't, ahead. You, you can't be like waving to the fans and giving kisses and like saying, "Oh, we think like you can't be doing all of that again." Like, let me just point it out. After you know saying y'all been up in games and wasn't able to close out, like, bro, you can't be doing something. You just gotta walk off the court, go take a shower, go. I mean, go do your interviews and all that. And try to get better for next year. Like I don't want to see none of that from you, Cat. Because no, and no. a good competitor was too quick for you. It was. It was like, yeah, you can say all that later, but like right now, y'all just lost. So I understand you. Yeah, like, you this nigga, you like, nigga, nigga, put your hands down, nigga. What, was, what you doing? Get off the court, nigga. Y'all niggas lost. Hey, hey, we ain't got no time for all these salutations. No, nigga. No. Right. I don't want to see that. From a guy that's supposed to be that guy, I don't, I don't want to see that. 
right? Shout out to Anthony Edwards. Did your thing, young man. Um, Pearl, I'll ask you, out of the teams that are out, and I'm pretty sure the most obvious answer, who is the surprise? Who is the team that's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize this would happen? I can already guess your answer, but, I mean, give it to the public. They're really anxious to know. I think everybody is in consensus on this one. You yeah. know, I, I, I feel I really feel for y'all because let's just be real. Brooklyn was supposed to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Brooklyn was a sh- almost a sure damn bet <laughs> to get to at least the Eastern Conference Finals and maybe even win it all. And it yeah. seems like as soon as, as like the season went off the rails when Kyrie wasn't playing, like mm-hmm. like it just it went off the rails then. And then KD got hurt, and he wasn't playing for a set. And then you had James Harden trade. I mean, it was just like what started out so promising at the very beginning of the year literally turned into a real-time shit show. No, absolutely. And it just, I I have to say, I'm just, I I feel like everybody just went on a darn whirlwind with this team all season long. I feel sorry as for the fans, you know, and it's just like all that promise developed into nothing. And I think that the biggest disappointment, too, at the end of the day was not only did they get knocked out in the first round, but they had to get in on a plan and then got knocked out in four straight. The only team to get swept Mm -hmm. so far in these playoffs. I think that speaks a lot to you know with what this team was expected to do so mm-hmm. biggest disappointment aside from neither team from la making it to the playoffs was mm-hmm. definitely what the implosion that occurred in brooklyn yeah. um i think that you know aside from that set that aside you look at all the other teams that are are now out there is just way There's so much. There is so much young talent. And I think that we are witnessing a changing of the guard. Like we are going to be seeing a lot of these players, a lot of these teams. I'm talking Minnesota. They will be back next year. I think Trey Young, like Atlanta, you know, they literally were, you know, East. they, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And then to get back to the playoffs this year, not I don't think that they were as good this year as they were last year, and yet they still tried to be a little competitive. They were at least right. able to get a game in. I think healthy. They, they got they got to get you know. I think healthier they could have been um, a little little tougher. Right. Um, you got Toronto, which to me was a surprise. Yeah. Um, you know. Okay, for real, for reals. Biggest surprise, New Orleans. Cole, I know that you can talk to this. They surprised the hell out of me. I'm not even going to lie. The What they were able to, to do with such a young roster against the number one seed in the West just amazed me. 
And they did all of this without their top player mm. ever stepping foot on the court in Zion Williamson. And now all of a sudden, when a lot of us were talking, Zion really don't want to be in New Orleans. Zion going to be asking for a trade as quickly as he possibly can. He is content mm-hmm. just sitting out, sitting on the bench and collecting a paycheck. Even now all of a sudden, you got him talking, <laughs> yeah, I will sign a big contract and I'll play in New Orleans. Now, whether or not that happens or not, we'll right. see. But I think that him sitting on that bench with those players and seeing what they were capable of doing without him made him hungrier, wanting to be a part of it. That boy been hungry. He got to he got to put some of that. Food. <laughs> so and, and another Maybe not the best choice of words <laughs> on that one. <laughs> but now you you absolutely right though. They was a hell of a surprise. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, education. Out, but, I mean, goodness gracious. Definitely. Another educational point for y'all on a sad note more so for me and VD. Um, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving played in 16 out of 113 games together. They were 13-3 and in total, 8-2 and in a regular season, 5-1 and in the playoffs. That, out of of everything, like you said, Pearl, disappointment of everything in the trade, that's honestly the most mind-boggling thing that that came together and you didn't even get, what's that, like four weeks in the NBA season, 16 games is how that that together. That's crazy. But um, but definitely, like you said, the New Orleans one, definitely a surprise one. Quick question for Cole about the New Orleans. Zion, from what you know of Red, what is the situation now? Is it different? Is it the same? Or you just like wait and see what happens? Um, well, per my source, um, we can't really discuss anything too heavy, but we are excited (laughs) and look forward to signing a contract extension and being a New Orleans Pelican. You need to be on APR staff ASAP. That was the greatest <laughs> PR answer ever. I, was, I believed you. I looked, that seemed like the bottom of the ESPN News channel. That was beautiful. <laughs> that that was beautiful. But, um, you know, trophies. We're not there at the biggest one yet. But um, Nah, man, because I can't trust a man who, first and foremost, the reason why I hate Minnesota. I got a rant. Like <laughs> he said, I got a rant now. Go ahead. Get it out. Go ahead. The floor is yours. A grown man goes by cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, need for somebody, I need for somebody in the NBA to be like, bro, you got you, you You can't go by cat. <laughs> like, I, can anybody on this panel name me anybody besides him that met a male cat? Brother, uh-huh. you got Black Panther. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Have, have you ever met a dude and been yeah. here and like, yeah, my name's Cat? You done met females and been like, yeah, my name's Cat. You ain't never met a male that said, like, my, my name's Cat. Man, right. That yeah, is very I, I do understand that, and you are right, but that is actually his initials. I don't care. They better, he could have <laughs> called, called himself Tigger or Tiger or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, call him Kate. Oh, but you a grown Kate ass man him. running down here. Oh, here comes Cat down this court. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 
So I'm guessing, in your theory, this is why they lost. None of the other stuff we talked about is worthy. They lost because his name was Cat. Yeah, and plus, I don't, I don't trust Cat. I don't him. trust uh, uh, Carl. And I, I, don't look, trust. I can't call him Carl Anthony Towns. Go I don't ahead. trust Carl, Carl Anthony Towns. Towns. I never trusted Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns just look. He he's not he's not a franchise. Carl Anthony Towns is a great benchman. I mean, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Like his, his Bro, he done he done been in Minnesota for forever. He's, he's, he's been there a long time. <laughs> as, as a point of it. Now, with that being said, and honestly, and I I do not like this analogy because I do feel like he's better. But like, if I'm just separating my likeness, what separates him? from Devin Booker in a sense of stats. And then when, and I'm not comparing Beverly to Chris Paul or Edwards to Chris Paul, but like, I guess when you get better talent and they go further, what separates his production from Devin Booker's? Who? Uh, 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 Carl Anthony. Cause like just were on bad teams, but they were putting up good numbers. And now their team has gotten a little better. Clearly the Suns went always to the finals, but I'm just saying like, is there a separation? I do believe in Booker Wayne when I believe in Cat, but I'm just saying, if somebody else is sitting here, what makes the difference? Because they were both players on bad teams putting up good numbers. I yeah. told you his name is Cat. That's the difference. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Pearl, I'm going to ask you. <laughs> oh, is, is the, I do believe there is, but I can't point to a real tangible one. Both of their teams got somewhat better, and they're both putting up numbers. Clearly, like I said, the Suns are doing better than the Timberwolves. But is there a difference between Devin Booker and uh, Carl Anthony Towns? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's the okay. One, I think, first and foremost, the biggest difference is work ethic. Okay. Cat, and I'm saying cat. Okay, Cole. <laughs> cat, What's my name? Be real. Early in his early in his career, it was very well known and very well covered that he just had a very lackadaisical work ethic when it came to working on his game. And I think that that really hindered him because though he was putting up numbers, he was he really wasn't putting up the type of numbers that a player of his size in his position and of the skill set that he has probably should have been or could have been. And I think that you're just starting to see some of that come to fruition now towards, I feel like Devin, Devin is, he has consistently gotten better every single year and he is putting in the work to show that. So, Eight and zero, or what? Eleven and zero in the bubble before Chris Paul came. Yeah, under the bubble, and he hit two games. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. I needed somebody to help me out because I do agree that he's better than him in that. But I just, what is the tangible thing we can point to? But definitely work ethic. Speaking of those guys, oh man, not round one anymore. Like I said, bye bye. We gotta leave the um, we gotta leave the viewing BD. We gotta talk about these things right now. Staying yeah. West Coast, the best coast. Some more awards were giving out. Most improved. Rookie of the Year, we already talked about defensive player. Marcus Smart, Rookie of the Year. Scotty Barnes and Casey been living under a rock. The newly announced Most Improved Player of the Year, 
Ja Morant. And I'm going to pose a question out there. We knew that he got it. He came away with it. Yeah. Do you feel, Draymond Green has something to say about it, do you feel he should have been not in, out of this conversation and in the MVP conversation only and Jordan Poole should have got this award? Or do you feel like it's rightly deserved? Or, you know, how do you feel about that? I'm going to go with you, BB, first. What do you feel about the award? Who got it? Should there have been somebody else? Um, no, it's, it's well-deserved. You know what I'm saying? It's the most improved player. <laughs> it's kind of – this is one of the more easier ones to kind of pick. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's based over last season or the previous seasons, and you see, I mean, who's been the most improved? Like, who really – I mean, when you look at Ja, I mean, 27.2 points, I believe, had the had Memphis Grizzlies as number two spot. They continuing to do their thing. They got out the first round. He's the most improved, bro. Like, I mean, ju- despite what, what other seasons, you know, whoever they had, else they had in there and right. whatever other season they had, it hasn't been as impactful as that. Like, it's just no comparison. Agree, agree. Pearl, uh, same way. Do you see any disagreements with this? I'm pretty sure everybody believes he should get it. Uh, no, like, this was, um, I, I feel like this was his. Um, just based on what he was able to produce this year. And then as BD said, like he literally got Memphis to where they were last year to number two in the West. And that is not, that was not an easy feat. Like with as competitive as the West is looking at the, the, the teams that are right now and even what's left. um, I think that that was definitely well-deserved. I think that, Something that I heard in one of the Golden State games in round one with regards to Jordan Poole was a lot of people didn't really talk about Poole last year because Golden State wasn't as good. But Mm -hmm. the same numbers that he's basically putting up this year, he was putting up last year. Mm -hmm. So does that show an improvement? Not really. That shows more consistency, you know, from one year to the next versus what Ja has done over last year to this year. He has improved all of his stats. He is able to elevate his team more. And I think that one thing, unfortunately, that also goes against Poole, all those minutes that he got last year were because of who wasn't on the court. Mm -hmm. This year, he had that same thing at the beginning of the season, which is why he is still in that starting lineup. But he has to also, you got to look at what's around him. He's he is the he's the focus, but not really the focus. If you get my drift on the way that this offense runs in Golden State towards Ja, that offense runs through him for with him, everything. And, and, and they feed off of his play. Yes, it's sort of similar in Golden State, but I'm sorry. That team is built around uh, Steph, Clay and Draymond. Jordan is a nice additional ornament. On that team, <laughs> he fits hey. well with he fits well with the Splash Brothers and their defensive anchor. So, and, and Draymond, tell because I know you're a podcast guy too. So hope you listen to this. Tell some of these guys to duck or stop hitting people in the head with your passes, bro. <laughs> two games in a row, you've been knocking people out, brother. Like knocking them out. Clay was about to be out again for another year with a concussion. But um, mm. but uh, but yeah, you know, cold that sound bite. I don't know who's produced this, but you're now watching a master at work. That should have been played after BDs and Pearl Point. That, ladies uh. and gentlemen, is going to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? If y'all didn't know, 
You know what I'm saying? Podcasters out there, fellow people that want to be podcasters. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do it. But once again, these second round matchups. One of them happened tomorrow with the two teams we discussed. Cole, I'm jumping straight to you on this one. Light skin versus dark skin. Braves versus cuts. Warriors <laughs> versus Grizzlies. <laughs> Warriors versus Grizzlies. I believe in Memphis. Game one Sunday at 3.30. Cole, who do you have for this game? And who do you have for the series? I got the Warriors in six. Okay. Okay, BB, you were the first to jump out and say something. What is your opinion for this game and for this series? Or either or like Cole said, you can just if you got the series answer. You know what? I, I got the Warriors as well. And I really like I believe I think Memphis could push it to six, but I wanna say five. I want to say, but I I just don't feel like the Grizzlies are just gonna get one game. Like it's right, I mean, I, the fight. If I had to pick one, I I go with six. Warriors I'm I'm a I'm gonna go with your first pick, BD. I'm gonna go with the Warriors in five. And the reason I say that I don't think they'll have complete meltdowns like ten points. And I'm we shaving points. It could be ten. It could be eight. But I feel like how they what they did to the Timberwolves the Warriors will somewhat do to them. I don't think they'll get up crazy because I don't think they shoot as well. But shout out to Bain and Brooks because when they get hot, they do get hot. But I feel like they'll get lead, like a lead, not something crazy, but like maybe maintain like a seven, eight point lead all game. But when the Warriors want to kick it in, I feel like it's going to happen. But I feel like, like with the Nuggets there, I feel like they'll have that one unbelievable Bain has like 45 point game and it's like they just couldn't win but yeah that's my call Warriors in five Pearl I know who you got <laughs> who is, how many games do you have them playing though with the Warriors and Grizzlies series I want to say six right but I kind of agree with you lefty that I think that is going to be five mm-hmm. and I can't and I and I feel like we will You'll be able to predict whether or not it's going to go five or six based on what happens in Memphis. Mm-hmm. If if the Warriors come out now, they've had more rest. Granted, mm-hmm. only an extra day, but they have had more rest. Um, if they come out and take both games in Memphis, yo, this month could honestly be a sweep. That's not. Easy. I think I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think that they split in Memphis. That's not. I happening. think I think that they split in Memphis. I think that Golden State holds at home and I think that Memphis does wind up pushing it possibly to that yeah. sixth game when they come back home. But um I just I I'm both of these teams are, are are hot at just the right time. Defensively, I actually give it to Golden State. Um, and, and I think that's where it's going to come down to because at the end of the we, – we know what they can both do offensively, but defense and at this point in time too, championship pedigree – I, I I think that Golden State, they have a huge chip on their shoulders. 
with the way that, you know, people have talked about this team over the last few years, um, that they have something to prove. Memphis, they're going to go out there and play because they have nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Everyone, like, like they have had a great season already. You know, no one's really expecting much more. It's like if they get past them, that would be amazing. But mm-hmm. I think that at this, at, I, I give, I give the edge to go to Golden State. So not just because you know Clay is is back, and you know y'all know how I feel about Steph. But <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got to give it to Golden State, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Golden State in six. And also another thing, Memphis is mind you the two seed, so they're the high seed. But remember that Iguodala trade a couple years back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Iggy so that, was in Memphis so that, for a minute. So that little right. that, that first bump that Jai give to get from Draymond or Iggy, they going. You know that announcer going to mention it. Remember, this is the team that said they didn't want him mm-hmm. or keep him. We don't care. They said he and wanted nothing. They said he right. was a shit. Don't, you don't want to play with us because we whack. Okay, Jai definitely remembers. I'm pretty sure all of them remember. But they said all like their feet stink. Yeah, <laughs> he's putting Twitter emojis, everything. But um, remember that one too. So that's that series. I came to some type of agreement on that. This one, I mean, with him being healthy, and I'm talking about Booker when I say him, Suns versus Mavericks. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the Suns are the number one seed, correct? Yes. Okay, so so it's at. In Phoenix game when that that happens on Monday at ten, um, like Luca, and you know Dallas is cool. I think they gonna get swept. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't um. I'm sorry, Luke. I shout out to the Don if you ain't saying it right. But nah, he gonna get him one. Maybe two. Yeah, yeah. And I and I can see why. Like I can see just especially too with the Chris Paul curse still going around, as you would say, Cole. I can see one just happening where he just, I don't know, doesn't remember how to play basketball. But I really just I don't know. But but Cole, you go ahead, you the first one to say something. You said you at least give him one, or you say maybe two. No, I give him two. Give him two. Okay, okay. Pearl, how do you feel about it? Luca gonna get him one. Yeah, that what Dwayne Wade said. Uh, Jordan, somebody Luka else. Gonna give at this at this point in time, once again, progress is progress. This is Dallas's first time making it out of the first round since 2015. Okay, people of Dallas are happy just to be going into the second round, and this is officially now Luca's first series win. And mm-hmm. you know, so it's like, yo. Right. Everybody got to get that one to get over the hump and get that taste of what winning feels like. So, you know, you're going up against the number one seed. I just, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give them one game. I'm going to say Phoenix in five. (laughs) And sweeps the NBA other than when it's going to be talked about, like we just talked about the former team. We will not name. (laughs) Edie, how do you feel about it? How many games you giving the uh, Mavericks? Um, yeah, I think Luca get them one. Um, as as much as basketball is basketball, pretty much everywhere. You know what I'm saying that experience within the playoffs it does count. So when when, when situations get sticky, um, 
I think the Suns will respond as they need to respond. I think Dallas will too, but you know, not being, uh, not having been on the, been on this stage before, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's going to be different for them. I think I think the Suns' experience and them, you know, they haven't played together, haven't done this before, is is going to bode well for them in this series. So yeah, I can see them getting one, but that's about it. Right. Right. Okay. Well. Cameless, so one or two, we basically saying so. East side, the B side. Oh, a quick, quick note. Quick note. I think, um, so I just want to point this out. Uh, going back to that first series that we discussed, Golden State versus Memphis. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I think this is probably going to wind up going six, but I think it could be five, is the fact that Memphis actually won this series in the regular season. They, did. they they beat Golden State three times out of the four times that they played. And mm-hmm. the last time um, Memphis won, it was in an overtime win, um, four, 104 to 101. I saw that and I'm game. Just, I'm just like, you know, Memphis can play with them, but I just think that defensively um, it's going to be a tall order. And especially with the big three, and Jordan Poole playing the way that they are right now. So I still say Golden State going to win this series. So let's move on to the East. Get that. So a team that everybody wants to talk about, not really though, the Sixers (laughs) versus the Heat. Now, I got to ask this question. Do we know if Embiid is going to play in game one? Man, that boy better throw on that Phantom of the Opera, man. Hey, yeah, we, as, yeah, like they because they gonna need him. Man. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm a, well, bro. they play and they do play. I think in the East. No, the, I, I know the Celtics. If not right now, probably have taken over like for the playoff standings. But I think all season, I believe the Heat are statistically all around the first team on defense. I. Don't still really see a matchup though for Embiid, but collectively they'll mess with him. You know what I mean? Like run people at him, things like that. But I don't really still see a one on one matchup that can stop Embiid. That being said, I think I picked the Heat in six, but go ahead. Real real quick, uh, Mm -hmm. I just like to add. this bodes well from from my picking Embiid as MVP. Okay, there you go. <laughs> he got out. He got out the first round, unlike <laughs> Jokovic. Then he goes down, and and you know what I'm saying all the, the the hopes for the for the Sixers winning goes down as well. So I just want to say that you know what I'm saying before. We, but you, you know, and and I'm I'm saying it as a neutral party. You know what? Somebody can say to that it is a regular season award, which I feel like for the past couple of years, very, very just, you know, but I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I guess we might as well go to uh, Cole next. Um, Sixers Heat. <laughs> How do you feel about that series? What's happening, Cole? <laughs> yeah. 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 What we saying now? A member is uh, oh choosing the silent treatment. Yeah. You know, 
or anything in B. So he said I'm, I'm pushing. Pushing with silence. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the winning any Mm-mm. games this series, Cole? Are the Sixers winning any games? And why not? Once again. <laughs> <laughs> once again, if you don't understand language that is imploding. That is imploding up a clip again. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. He is working up to really wind up with something. Oh Lord Jesus. I'm gonna go to you. Do you have who you have in the series, obviously? And um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's gonna be a party in South Beach. <laughs> party in South Beach, right? Yeah. It's gonna be a party in South Beach. I'm, I, honestly, honestly, I I feel like this series could really go either way. Mm, okay. And I, I I I think that um Embiid's injury, if it's a nagging injury, and this the longer this series goes on, the less chance I see of Philly being able to pull it out. Like I they were, I feel like at the because I'm gonna be real. Toronto gave them a scare. I feel like I feel like Toronto honestly probably could have been the first team in a freaking in a, a NBA history to come back from a 3-0 deficit and win that series. I really thought they were going to push it seven. And I think that all the talk around that is what motivated them. And he got a nice cortisone shot or something <laughs> that he decided I'm just going to go numb and I'm just going to go off. Yeah. In this last game, and go ahead and wrap this series off. So, Definitely. you know, with that being said, are you able to do that for another series against a team that, quite frankly, defensively can match up with you? Because, like, you know, I get, I get you what you were saying, Lefty. Like, they don't really have a one-on-one matchup, but collectively, they mm-hmm. can mess with him in yeah. so many ways. You see, you do it. Yeah, straight. Maybe and, and, and not only him, not only him, but see what they're gonna they're literally gonna play to somebody else is gonna beat me. Yeah. And beat is gonna get his numbers. They realize somebody else is gonna have to beat them though. And I'm trying to figure out who that other person is gonna be. Is it gonna be James? Is he actually gonna show up for yeah. every game of the series? Is it gonna be Tobias? Is he gonna show up to give you consistent numbers? Is Danny Green gonna be good for something? I don't know. It would be nice if it, if, uh, if I mean Maxi has been consistent. I was, come on, Maxi's been the Jordan. most consistent. I was gonna I say Maxi's been their best playoff consistent player. Yeah, but with that, like you said, continued consistency. We know he can put it up there, but is it gonna be a? Five point game, then the twenty five point game. You know, James, James is more of a dog that we could trust in these playoffs, in these type situations. Then I would kind of, I would kind of hedge towards Philly, but mm-hmm. nah, yeah, James, he just, he just hasn't shown it. And I mean, the years he's been in the league, though. yeah, you got to do it when it counts. Everybody, yeah. knows you have the skill. You've shown us that you have the skill: sixty point triple doubles. Basically, everything in Houston, but so I want to know if if he's if 
James, if you're listening, use this as motivation to show us something else other than you just said, I'm going to give you a game or two here and then I'm not going to play no more. I think I think that if he shows up, Tobias gives you good numbers, Maxi continues to do what he does, then this could actually be a very, very competitive series. Otherwise, it's going to be Miami at the end of the day. Yeah. 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 I can't do nothing but agree with that. So behind – now, I do believe as far as, like, fandom to watch, the Warriors and Grizzly series is my number one. But a strong, I'm going to say 1B, a strong 1B, which I think will go seven games, and I'm going to call the Bucks just because they went, literally just because they're the champions, but it doesn't mean I agree with that. The Celtics versus the Bucks. That one. Yeah. That's the series right there. Go ahead, um, I, I think I think for the um, and you know no nothing against the Fairweather fans or you know the surface fans of the NBA, but for the real fans of basketball, this gonna be the one. Like because mm-hmm. it's like how as good as the the Celtics defense has been since the, you know the beginning of uh, this year and carried through the play carried them through the playoffs. What are they gonna do with Giannis, bro? Like mm-hmm. like. You know what I'm saying those defensive teams that they come up with, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not the, yeah. I, I, I want to see it. I yeah, see no, it, it, it is definitely like, be a chess. It's definitely going to be a chess match because yeah. I feel like that more so the Bucks offense and the Celtics defense. But we got to remember too. Now they may not be high. Is and when I say high, I mean top two. But right. the Bucks surface level inside with everybody healthy. Their defense from top to bottom is kind of crazy too. Now Middleton not being there, we don't know the surface of it, the uh, the reality of his injuries and how long he'll be gone. That's a big part, definitely for their offense. But yeah. the Bucks still hold it down. But I do think that injury, and I just said the Bucks in seven, but I do think that injury kind of tilts the scale a little bit more for Boston if Boston's completely healthy. Because I know you remember uh, the center Reggie Williams. He just came back. So I yeah. feel like he came back at a good time. Middleton just went out at a bad time. But you know we have yeah. to see. It. We got to see it. Pearl, what you feeling about this? We got now. Remember, <sighs> you said Boston, and I mean that has no bearing on this necessarily. But I remember earlier you said Boston and Golden State for the uh, finals pick when we were doing it one time. Yes, and I still think that that could happen. I think that in this series, I'm going to go Boston in six. I do think that it could go seven. I do think that it could go seven, but I'm going to say Boston in six, primarily because of Chris Middleton not playing. That injury is very key to, to um, honestly, giving Giannis some additional help. I think that I think that they have enough around him, but you're asking a lot from Giannis. Um, you know, Drew, I think didn't he have um wasn't he injured in the last series too? Um game or two. I do remember that. He did miss a game or two. So, you know, I'm just I, yeah, I Boston just has way too many weapons if it's literally gonna be Giannis against Boston. Um, because yeah. I mean, what other like consistent help can 
Now, now, granted, I will say this. I feel like, um, what's the boy from uh, from Duke? Grayson. Grayson yeah. Allen. Grayson yeah. Allen has yeah. picked the best time to come alive <laughs> for the Bucks. <laughs> he has definitely picked the, the best time to come alive for the Bucks. If he can put up the same type of numbers that he did in that Chicago series, in this series, that is definitely going to help. Um, with where Mil- what with what Milwaukee can do, and I think it'll make Boston's defense a little bit more honest, to where they don't have that luxury of just focusing and zeroing in and doubling down or tripling down on Giannis to mm-hmm. try to shut him down. I think that if Giannis stays out of foul trouble, because that is going to be key. If Giannis stays out of foul trouble and they get some good production off of their bench that makes this series more competitive. Um, Basketball-wise, Lefty, I definitely feel you that this is like any real basketball fans' dream sort of matchup. Uh, These two teams are very stacked. um, And, you know, honestly, I think like this is kind of turned into Jason Tatum's coming out. Come on now. This um this this it's, playoffs it, it really is I like watching him do what he has done in this playoffs especially against sorry y'all's Brooklyn team. Yo, he was putting up he was putting up KD numbers Does against KG. <laughs> and you know what, too? Uh, what's even more impressive with it? He's doing it on both sides of the floor. Both oh, sides nice. of the ball. Yeah. yeah. Both yeah. sides of the ball. But on top like on top of that, too, he's, I mean, you've got Defensive Player of the Year and Marcus Smart playing mm-hmm. right next to him. You mm-hmm. know, Jalen Brown's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Another two-way it's, player. You know, Horford, I'm like, they are, they, they are, they are a very complete team. And I think that that bodes in their favor. That's why I feel like in this case, yes, the Bucks are the defending champs, but they are coming in missing a very key player, not on that roster. That's not going to be on the floor. And I think that the, the latest reports that came out said he will not be available at all during the series. I'm doing that new scoop. So as I'm reading right now, Pearl, as you said, Chris Middleton will miss entire second round versus Celtics with MCL. Yeah. That's once again, this is gonna be a very tall order for Giannis. So yeah, I just just saying this is gonna be a very tall order for Giannis to 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 try to do this. you know, not saying that he can't with a little bit of help, but this is like a five on one. You know what Damn. I'm saying? <laughs> she said five on one. And I'm gonna say this about uh Jason Christopher Tatum, real middle name by the way, senior. Um remember his rookie year, I believe, when Kyrie was injured. Was that the injured Kyrie? I remember feel like that it was. and he up against LeBron. Now they lost. But he did what he did, and then they get all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. Then mm-hmm. I yeah. feel that right, and and of course the years are gap because then Kyrie came back. That kind of messed up the progression and all that. But I feel like if you just put these two years together, he's having like a, I was going to say like a Drake or Jay Z, but you no, know, I, I settled on it, 
a 50 cent. He came out, wow. was dissing everybody. Like, you want this? Boom, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to put 20 on you, 30 on you, whatever. Jay, who is this? Jason Tatum. I'm about a dollar. What the F is 50 cent, right? Mm-hmm. So then we come into this year. Once again, like I said, the Kyrie coming back in, that situation and all that. Now we come in, another mentor, you know, all them nights, that little skinny kid. Because you notice every time he kills somebody, they go back to him being like 14 and them taking a picture with him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with Trey Young, too. Every time he gets up, oh, Trey Young had Donovan Mitchell's camp. It's like, bro, he getting in y'all tail now. Mm. Like, that's what he's doing. Like, he, all these camps he was going to, these ABCD. I'm waiting to see, honestly, if it happens, to be to be uh, him and Steph Curry standing next to each other at a picture of his camps, you know? So, <laughs> I definitely believe he's really putting on for the city. But um, we have um, Cole Jones here back from his trip to South Beach, you know? <laughs> And what you thought about that? Cole, how do you feel about this series? Celtics Bucks, who you got? I actually got the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all say what y'all want to say. I'm never going against Giannis. I got you. <laughs> you, you can break down Jason Tatum all the way down to his big toe. <laughs> so you say, so you he say ain't got him. no MVP. Right, he ain't right. got no NBA championships. Mm. Okay. Okay. So we look like everybody's we don't well and this one is the only one that is lopsided Bucks somewhat. Say it again. Bucks and six. Bucks and Bucks six. Bucks and oh. six. Okay. Okay. Well we all say in six. We all say six. So somebody <laughs> went in six. You said oh let's get seven. Let's get seven. seven. But um, so that's the only one. But everybody agrees on the Heat, the Warriors, and the Suns, I believe. So it's looking like we know what in our heads what the Western Conference Finals will be in the Eastern Conference. But anything, because I keep trying to educate, I'm gonna pass it over to Pearl and let her educate y'all. Pearl, something had to happen on this day. It's too great of a day for nothing in this sports world not to happen. Do we have anything of special? Of course. Happen? Of course. So, um, as you all know, we discussed this at the top of the show. You know, this is NFL Draft Weekend, and on this day, back in 1985, mm-hmm. Okay. The, the great Bruce Smith out of Virginia Tech defensive end specialist. Yes, yes, yes. First overall pick to the Buffalo Bills. This man, this man still holds the NFL record for most sacks in a career with 200. Yes. Closest person to him was Reggie White, and he was short by two. He had 198 is what he finished his career with. Brett Favre that uh, 198 one, too. I don't care what nobody's going to talk to him for 55 minutes after the play, then do a fake bootleg rollout and just fall. I get it, but it's got to be competitive. I get it. Oh, my goodness. Also, also on this day, Cole, this one's for you. Shout out to, in 2015, Jameis Winston, quarterback from. There we go. Florida State okay. University. Yes, okay. yes, yes. 
first overall selection by then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who? Uh-huh. And he is now playing <laughs> with them, New Orleans Saints. Yes, he is. Winston University. Who that? Who that? Who that say they're going to beat them? Who that? I was good. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. So, okay, gents. I think, I think we all, as Lefty said, I think we all kind of feeling where we heading or where we think we looking for the rest of these NBA playoffs. It will be very interesting to see how things start to shake out with these games. Second round officially begins tomorrow. First two games, Bucks versus the Celtics. And Golden State versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm super excited. I'm super excited. Oh, yes, yes, yes. As as y'all know, as y'all know, this is your girl, Black Pearl. Yep, yep, yep. And where else can you find me? Well, if you are also interested in politics, you can find me on Pearl Notes with my boy C-Note. Yes, yes. That is where we deep dive and discuss the politics and quite frankly, how they affect the black community in particular. Yo, Lefty, where else can we find you, sir? I'm glad you asked that. But before you say where you can find me, I got one little thing to say. I'm going to let BD do it for you. Tell them about yeah. the price. Yesterday's prices are not today's prices, man. They up. Everything right. going up, man. Everything. Right Inflation. Right. <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you know, uh, I consider myself a little bit more than a weekend warrior. You are looking at a our beautiful Sunday League champion, you know, right. owner. Um, that boy got his own gym. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they know I come with the trophies, but you know what I'm just saying? Like, that word right there, really, be the champion? They don't see yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> don't see it. it. The trophy's too big to put on camera, y'all, but I have it. It's here. You know, but seriously, guys, if you want to tap in with me and you're in the DMV area, we got a partnership with a gym. We have a location. We on site Wednesdays, 7, 9 p.m. Please call the DM first. And you say, Lefty, how can I get in touch with you? Of course, gbb.basketball at gmail.com. Once again, for the slow people, G is in Gary. B is in basketball. B is in basketball. Basketball gmail.com. Come on now. Get with it, man. Price is going up. That's all I got to say. Right. <laughs> That's right. Yo, BD. What's happening, man? Ain't you part of them, uh, them three somethings? Yeah, yeah, man. Three Wise Foods, man. Another podcast you can find on the Village Family Podcast Network. Um, featuring myself, Mr. Cole Jones, and C-Note. Man, if you like what you heard here, man, you're going to love what you hear over there, man. I promise. They are the wisest fools ever. <laughs> Yo, Cole. I don't like how you said that. I, don't, I feel like I should take some type of... Uh... No, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. What's good? Boy, you better wear it like a badge of honor. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I'm sometimes on this show whenever I feel like it. You know? <laughs> I'm going to start dipping in and out of this show. Um, 
I don't like it when I come on this show. I don't like you guys. <laughs> you guys treat me with no respect. Um, it's the push of tea. <laughs> <laughs> you guys treat me like a, ste- a redheaded stepchild. It's disrespect. It's you getting quiet on us. But what's all right? We'll talk about that later. So, for real? For real? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to really call you out now. Were you checking out them grays? Did you you see a brown spot? Did you have a moment? Nope. I'm going to tell you exactly what it did. I took my ass to the restroom. You're damn right. I damn sure did. And I was really banking on you all not coming, saying anything to me or coming to me. But. I realized that wasn't happening because I just heard it all in the headphones and I was like, shit, they're going to have to wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that for all the untitled. So you see, this is what we have to deal with. Hey. Like you would think a person that is in charge or at least running this whole operation, you would think, you know what I'm saying? But no, I'm saying in this, the chat, this, is the, this is the family. This is the family atmosphere. Yo, I, I, you want to get a drink? I, Go ahead, get a drink. We'll still be here. I thought, it, one of, I thought it was one of them, them, them ones, you know, you saying you can get and get right back. You know what I'm saying? I think this goes to the HIPAA violation or something like that. Like, <laughs> 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 like nigga, you are <laughs> telling <laughs> too much. <laughs> CMI, you, you did that actually on a perfect point because he was talking about Joel and B. So I loved how you timed it as well. Because literally, yeah, you were going through that whole segment when we talked about Joel and B. So we just assumed it was your regular push factor. And yeah. For real? Oh, no, I was, <laughs> no, no, I was um, away in the restroom. In fact, in, in, uh, it's another thing, too, but I'll say that uh, once we finish. That I just not, <laughs> I just not noticed this whole time this happening. So, but eh, it is what it right. is. But y'all can catch me, uh, um, three wise foods, yeah. man. Like BD said, man, um, it's an honor and the privilege to always do this, this podcast here and do our other podcasts. And we thank everyone that listens to all of our shows on uh, the Village Family Podcast Network. Um, we got some great stuff coming down the line for our summer, uh, our summer love. That's what I'm calling it, summer love. I'm like right now. Oh, hey, gents, I got a quick question. Okay. If I wanted some cards, where could I go? Oh, oh man. You asking the right one, man. ShopDC.co, yes. man. Once again, that's ShopDC.co for all your sports and trading cards needs, man. We got it all, man. We got all the sports. We got Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon. You know, right now, BD. Digimon. What's What's ShopDC.co, right? Untitlers out there. Until next time, we will see you. We are out. Like what? Whatever was in Cole's large intestine. The hater. <laughs> <laughs>